Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living That Belle V. I am your host, Monday Young, international life and business coach. And today we're going to be talking about how to build a life on unstable ground. Now, us as expats and, and those immigrating to other countries understand that sometimes the circumstances aren't always we can't always control the circumstances and it can be really difficult sometimes to see where we're going. And I'm excited to have my guest on today, the founder of the podcast, Immigrants Life, um, where he, we're on this podcast, he hosts people where they, they share their stories about immigrating abroad. And, um, Daniel has what I feel is the best example of a story of how, when you have no idea how you're going to make it work, making it work. So thank you for coming to speak with me today, Daniel. Thank you so much, Monday, too, for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we sort of met because we, we have similar interests in our podcast, sharing people's stories and wisdom of what they've learned from living abroad. And now today is your turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be on the other <laughs> side of the microphone for, for once. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Daniel, I want you to tell everyone where are you from? Where did your, where did your sort of story start? you know, from from immigrating uh, abroad? So I'm originally from a small town in the north of Italy. So it's if you picture Italy, the boots is pretty much at the top of the boot, like near Milan, like 30 kilometers away from Milan. Right. Okay. Nice. And so where was the first when when did you decide that you wanted to go on your to go on adventure to leave Italy? And why did you leave Italy? Why did you want to leave Italy? Um, it's a good question. I think this I don't know. I think it probably started in the, the back of my mind, like in my early twenties, to figure, to thinking that I wanted to explore the world. I wanted to go away. I just go somewhere. Like I didn't have like a plan. I just wanted to go somewhere. And but realistically, when I had the idea to really do it, was in my early, my late twenties. I think it was like twenty-seven when I decided to leave. Okay. And I got to my point in my career where I couldn't grow anymore. And I was 27. I was ambitious. I'm still ambitious, I think. I, I just wanted to do more in my life. Just I, I couldn't be like a 27 <laughs> years old and be the, the peak right. of my career. So for me, it was easier to quit my job and move to the other side of the world than actually find another job in Italy. The economy in, in Europe and Italy at the time, probably still today, it wasn't very good. So for me, I found it like a, it's... For me, like I found it easier, more yeah, secure yeah. decision to actually leave completely Italy, leave my country and go somewhere else than trying to quit my job and find a new career in, uh, in Italy. So was it like an epiphany? Did you just like see your life flashing in front of you and that like jumped you into action? What, what made you think like, okay, this is the moment? I think I thought about it. And I think because probably when you get closer to 30, and when you start seeing, putting your life in different yeah. perspective, maybe probably a lot of people that are maybe are listening right now in their 20s and they picture themselves by 30, you have a partner, you have a family, you kids, yeah, you got all of that. I was 27, I was still single. I have no idea what I was doing in my life. Uh, at that time, I wanted to have a family and I thought, like, how can I be a father doing the job I'm doing? There, there was a, it's a multiple things that I don't know, put me in, in the perspective. I mostly was a thing was the, the economic side of it. it was just like I'm not making great money, 
Right. How could you provide for a family or a wife if you wanted to start, if you wanted to start a family and that kind of thing? Exactly. Mostly even for my life. Like, is this really the top of my life? Is this really what I wanted to do? The best I can do in my life? And yeah. yes, the answer was no. That's so. T- tell us. Okay. So, where did you go from Italy? Where did you decide to start your adventure? Uh, New Zealand, the other side of the world. And uh, as I said, for me, it was easier that way than actually going somewhere yeah. else. And yeah, because you couldn't have picked a place further to go. <laughs> like you must have really wanted to leave Italy. You're like, how far away can I go? <laughs> That's exactly what my mind felt. Like really, like the other side of the world. Can you find a place a little bit closer? <laughs> yeah, where we could come visit on the weekends. You're like, no, no, no. It takes a weekend to get there. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And that we have in common because I also lived in New Zealand for a year. And um, it's a beautiful place, gorgeous place. But like I said, it does take a weekend to get there. And so was that hard for you leaving your family behind, being so far away, or you thought that was the thing that's going to actually thrust you 100% into the experience? I don't think when I made the decision, I was really aware of what was going to happen. I thought it was like a living okay. with this dream, like a being naive, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the, other side, to the other side of the world, like how can it be? Like, it's not a big deal. I didn't see it as a big <laughs> deal at the time. I think it really struck okay. me. And when uh, my brother dropped me off at the airport and I had a panic attack, that was my first and last panic, panic attack in my life. I have no idea what I was doing wow. until to that point. I don't think my brain really realize what I was going to do. Registered you know, the decisions yeah. you were making. I find myself at the airport like, oh my God, I'm really doing this. Like, what am I doing? But it was good because then you, you have no way to step back. You already told your friends and family that yeah. you were leaving. I quit my secure job. I sold my car. I sold everything. Like, I'm here. And just like, wow. the only way to go was forward, even though I had no idea what was was expecting for me, but it was like, it was, yeah, panicking. And so did you, so at this time, did you only speak Italian or you had some English as well? No, mostly Italian. Like I knew a few words in English. I could read English. I could make sense of some sentence, but until that point, I never spoken English before. You never spoken English before. And you decided to go to New Zealand and you thought it was going to be easy peasy, lemon greasy. I mean, is there lots of Italians in New Zealand? No, that's exactly why no. I picked New Zealand. <laughs> I, so probably just to give you like a, an idea why I picked New Zealand, because at that point, as I said, I wanted to uh, grow my career and my, my dream was yeah. to go and work in the Silicon Valley. So I wanted to go to the US, okay. but the US wasn't right. an option for me because I couldn't afford it. There was not an easy path as an immigration right. to get to the US. Right. So I wanted to go to right. New Zealand to learn the language as soon as possible and then go to the US. That's why I picked New okay. Zealand because at that time, a lot of Italians that I heard they were leaving Italy, they were going to Australia. Okay. So I pick. I never heard anybody going to New Zealand. There's probably not many Italians there. So let's go there. Let's learn English as soon as possible. Which in my mind it was let's like a couple jump, of weeks. You just threw yourself in at the deep end. Exactly. And go from so there. So did you? So when you when you started this adventure, did you have a job to go to, or you just were planning to find work once you got there? I was just planning to go there and trying to find something. Like I am not. I have no idea what I was doing. Like looking back, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just extremely so, lucky. 
So walk me through it. So you get there. You don't speak the language. It's 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 a country as far away and as far culturally different as humanly possible. So how did you how how did you find a job? How did you start to build? So you mean you started on a really unstable foundation, right? There's nothing. You've done no research. You don't speak the language. You know, you've just sold everything. You've taken off, but you haven't thought further than that. So how did you find a job and to start to build a life in New Zealand? So luckily for me, there was a company called Working Holiday Started that was helping people moving to New Zealand. New Zealand's got one of these projects, actually one of these um, um, programs called Working Holiday Visa, where it allows okay. you to work and study for up to a year. So I, okay, that's nice. the visa that I got when I went there. And there was this company helping people starting and making the first step into the country. So they will help you to open a bank account. They will help you nice. to uh, open. And uh, all of this was free? No, I think it was maybe a couple hundred bucks. I don't remember. I remember okay. it was like a r fairly inexpensive. And I thought like, coming right. from Italy, this must be a scam. Like everything. Every <laughs> yeah, from LA, I would have <laughs> thought it was a scam too. <laughs> If it's too good to be true, it must be a scam. For me, like, they really provide you all these things and just for a couple of hundred bucks. It's like A hundred bucks? Yeah, exactly. So you think just like me. There was another leap of faith and uh, I don't know. So they had this company just had me making the first few steps into the country. And this guy, Robin, from the company, told, like, look at my background, like the things I was trying to do. I was like, trying to communicate with my really broken English. Maybe most of the gestures, yeah. you know, Italians, we're really good with gestures. <laughs> So he recommended me to go to, to Christchurch. So I landed in Auckland, which is the top of the North Island, and Christchurch is the yeah. middle of the South Island. Yeah. So it, it was recommending me, like Daniel, for the job you're looking for, it's better if you go to Christchurch because Christchurch at the time was rebuilding. I think it was 2011 right. where I had like a big earthquakes, like actually two big okay. earthquakes. So the whole city needed to be rebuilt. So it was easier, much right, easier okay. for me to find a job because they were desperate for people. Like no matter people. like your English English level, your skill level, they needed people. They needed body. Right. So I was okay. pretty so you, lucky. So you were at the right place at the right time. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't be luckier. Like the, anyways, <laughs> yeah. so they went through that. I actually went even to, to school for the first month. Like one of the recommendations from Robin was actually to go to an English school, trying to improve my English as much as possible. Okay, to start taking one lessons the, as soon as possible. Exactly, and through this school, I like uh, I ask help to uh, teachers, and some teachers help me as well with the uh, with the curve, with the CV. Try to like put it down like the best way to present yourself on on the CV. So that was. And do you think that, that that's me. one of the best things that helped you that you did ask for help? Uh, probably. I'm, I think I'm not good at asking for help for like many other people probably feel the yeah, same like way. Yeah, like most people. Yeah. Exactly. But when you are in those circumstances where you have no idea what to turn, like what to do, you are pretty much at their mercy. It's, it's easier to ask for help when you're like no idea what you're doing. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So sometimes it's better to throw yourself in the deep end because you have no choice but to do whatever is necessary to survive, right? Absolutely. That when you go into the uncomfortable situation where you do things that you normally don't do. And I love that spot. We discussed this earlier, like before the interview, I love to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And I want you to talk a bit about that, that, you know, when we were having a conversation before, I want you to explain to, to everyone listening, your philosophy on, uh, fear. 
Uh, yeah, so fear for me is a compass, as I mentioned to you. Like for me, if something scares me, it's something that I need to I need to pursue it. And I mean, not in a crazy way. Like if I have yeah. to jump from a cliff without a parachute or anything, <laughs> yes, I'm not yeah. scared, and that's not a great idea. That's not the case. Yeah, right. But even when I left New Zealand to move to Canada, even just for me picturing myself moving to Canada and go like a like a visualizing me into Canada, I felt the, the, like the same kind of feeling, like the fear, like oh right. my god, what's going on? Like this un, un, unknown territory, and I felt this that feeling, like okay, this is something I need to pursue. This is something I need to do. Was well, same for the podcast when I started, like thinking of myself, putting myself out there, yeah. and talking to the microphone, listening to my own voice, scared me. And I thought, yeah, sure, this is the sure. way to go. This yeah. is the way to go. And all boils down to the quote that I love so much is this, everything you want, it's outside out of your comfort zone. So yeah. that means that if you want to achieve something, you can't do it within, within your comfort zone. You need to put yourself out there. And that's where the magic happens, the where the growth for me happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I totally agree. I think it's only when you... It's, it's the things that scare you where your potential is. That's where you find out what you're made of, right? It's like when you step out of that box, you really discover your strengths and you won't know what you're capable of doing until you get outside of your comfort zone. It forces you to make decisions as well. When you yeah. put yourself, like what I, like in, in, the, in the previous example, to put myself in the airport where I have no choice. Like it's easy for me then to make the choice that I normally don't do it because I have yeah. no other choice. I have, I have no other way to do it. So m sometimes when you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, you forces you to make the decision that otherwise you wouldn't make. Yeah, and and it's easy to get comfortable, right? So tell mm -hmm. me, how long did you stay in New Zealand? I was in New Zealand for four four and a half years. Okay, so you you ended up you had a really you had a you had a nice chunk of time there and so were you comfortable and that's when you decided that okay i'm gonna turn the chapter on new zealand what what made you leave new zealand after four and a half years because i'm pretty sure you had built a pretty comfortable life while you were there if you stayed so long yes i love new zealand i really love it to pieces and i can't wait to go back so really i had my life there i built my new life there I had my friends pretty much i built a right. second family over there I had a stable right. life, a pretty comfortable life. And uh, so everything was, was amazing in New Zealand, but that where exactly where I felt myself too comfortable. And I thought I need to put myself in the same situation I was when I left Italy and went to New Zealand, went to a new country. Because in that situation, you give your 100%. I wanted to replicate that because I had some dreams. I experienced what life could be if mm. I actually what the life I wanted looked like I was living uh, in this like a beautiful house on the hills and I thought this is the kind of life I want to live this is kind mm. of like the house mm. I want to, the people around me all of that stuff and I knew at the yeah. time that I was we were renting that place and we were lucky enough to be on such a nice house because yeah. nobody wanted yeah. to live on the hills anymore because of the earthquakes and we knew that exactly we knew that we were on a borrowed dream. So we were like living this dream right. that wasn't, because last, was, was, wasn't going to last very long. So at that point, I'm like, I, I figured out that if I really want to live this life, right. the life I'm living right now is not going to bring me there. It's not going to take me there. So I need to force myself to make some changes in my life. And I thought, what's best than restart my life in another country, mm. put myself mm. in a situation where I, I'm forced to 
grow, I'm forced to challenge myself and I'm forced to do things that otherwise I wouldn't do because when you're uncomfortable, when you are in a comfortable situation, it's hard to make those decisions. It's hard, it's it's hard to push yourself, to right? It's hard. Absolutely, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because I find like with my, even with myself and my situation, I think as you, as you get more comfortable in your work, you're earning more money, you, you know, things start to get more and more comfortable. It's different when you first start out your business or, or in it, you know, any project that you have, you know, you have to really be, there's that hunger that makes, that puts you on the hunt and the chase and you, and you're going and going and finding that, put, finding new places to, to grow can be challenging. Um, cause you have to keep thinking about where do I need to evolve? Right. So how do you evaluate that for yourself? I know you said a couple of times you, you were, did you just take an inventory of your life at a certain moment and think this is not enough? Um, I don't know exactly where that came from. Just an, it was just an inner sort of knowing for you. Yeah. Knowing that, yeah, I, I need to I have to make some changes. And uh, I thought yeah, that, yeah. what can, what can I do to make those changes? Okay. And so where is it that you want it to go? What is it that you were hoping and wanting to achieve for yourself at that point? Mostly, um, probably will be independence of like, probably like the, the financial aspect. I mentioned to you right. last okay. time we spoke that I applied for the PR when I was in New Zealand, which is the permanent residency and got denied. Right. So then at that point okay. I realized that I'm building this new life. I'm making the, my second family over here. I love it. But at the same time, like I'm not, I'm still on this unstable ground. I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah, they, yeah, kick, yeah. they can kick me out of the country. I have no control over it. And for me, the only way yeah. to have control over my life, in a way, was to have the financial aspect under control. And for me, that would be, be yeah. able to work yeah. from anywhere in the world. So that's where I started like right. writing apps and um, learning how to code just because I wanted to have control of my financial situation. So in the case, New Zealand was kicked me out of the country. I was still able to make an income. I could go to another country. I don't have sure. to start all over again, searching for a job and trying yeah. to pay the bills in a way. So if I have control over this yeah. aspect of my life, I'll be, I'll be okay. And that's what I was trying to pursue. Yeah. I, I mean, I think for all of us, I think that, that moment when you, when you're not, you know, when you want to immigrate into the country and you, and you renewing your visa every year, in not knowing, you know, will I get this? Will I have this? Will I stay? It becomes difficult to make plans for the future, right? Oh, yeah. And that's, and I think that's, you know, living abroad, I think everybody experiences that, you know, that moment when you're like, are they going to approve my visa? Am I going to get the extension? Will I get the nationality? And it seems like you can't really plan. And, and that whole thing takes over the whole control of your experience and, and adds a little bit of anxiety oh, to it like as call, well. I like to call it limbo. You don't know what's going to happen. You're going, yeah. to party, you're going to heaven or to... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like purgatory. Exactly. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so, so because you wanted that control, you decided to go to Canada. So why Canada? So Canada was uh, an easy choice for me because it was another country that will allow me to get a working holiday visa. In most okay. countries, the working holiday visa, you can only get it once in your lifetime and uh, between right. you, you need to be between the age of 18 and 30. Canada, right. for people from Italy, I think the limit was 35. At that point, I think okay. it was 31, I believe. 
Okay. So it was one okay. of the few countries where I could get another working holiday visa. So for me, right. I thought at that point I was learning how to code. I wanted to get into the industry. I wanted to learn coding as much as possible. And for me, the, the idea in my mind was like, I need to work for a company, for a tech company, so I can learn as much as possible from other people and then go my own way. I tried to do right. the same in New Zealand. I sent email to pretty much every tech company in Christchurch because with my visa, I wasn't allowed to change my field. I was in telecommunication, so I wasn't yeah. allowed to become a software developer overnight. So I asked, I sent an email to all the tech companies and say, like, this is my situation. I know I'm not as good as other people maybe working in your company. I just learning, watching YouTube, but I'm really like really motivated to do this. I'm really like, give me a chance. I'm willing to work for free evening saturday sunday i yeah. don't care that's just so american me. of you because that sounds like that's how americans do we're like just give me a chance and i'll show you how great i can be you know <laughs> uh, probably they came that idea came from listening to podcasts and most podcasts are from <laughs> americans so maybe that's yeah. where i got it from but I yeah at least you 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 know you were willing to put yourself out there willing to say look here i am is anyone willing to give me a chance and i think that's that in itself is something that 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 you're not waiting for opportunities that you were you were trying your best to create one for yourself any way possible and so okay so we land in canada and so where where are you now on this journey with your life in canada still figuring out still learn, learning still figuring out because <laughs> you know like the things that you want a year today a year from now might have changed like the, the, you grow as sure. a person and, and while you're growing the, your idea of what life want like the life you want to be or the way that you want to live your life is changes constantly so i'm still chasing the fact that i want to be financial not, not financial freedom in a aspect that like i want to be rich i want to have yeah. control over that finance i want to be able to be able to work from anywhere i'm still chasing that and now I'm joining right. this, my wanted to achieve this goal with helping other people. And that's where I, I, I decided to create the, the, the podcast. Still, so still learning, like there's a learning curve and- Yeah, I don't think we ever stop learning. No, I just, it's a scary spot when you stop learning. It's like you stop growing. Yeah, I think life's, and I think for, for all of us that having a target, having things to, to giving yourself new challenges is what keeps you alive. It is what keeps that fire in your belly. How would you, I mean, do you feel that way? Oh, what you just said just gave me goosebumps. And like, <laughs> just because I'm really like close to death in a way, not mm -hmm. that I'm, 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 I'm going to die. I mean, yes, I'm going to die, but not that like, I'm, I, like, I have like a disease or, or no something. Suit. Yeah. No, exactly. But one thing that I can say, like I have, Every time I go back to Italy, I go see visit my neighbor, actually, all the neighbor that now lives in a um, nursery house. And yeah. last time I was there, a couple of times, that maybe, yeah, maybe last time I was there, she told me something that really, like, not changed my life, but I still, like, I keep thinking over and over. And she said, mm. Daniel, the last chapter of your life is going to suck. Or probably say something <laughs> like, that, yeah, the last <laughs> chapter of your life sucks. Because, and they're like... <laughs> Oh my, like, we are living now. I go like at this yeah. opportunity, I can do anything I want. I'm still young, I can do yeah. anything. Yeah. Let's not freaking waste this because yeah. it's, gonna, it's, it's going to suck. So mm. this is now, this is today, I'm lucky. I'm still mm. healthy. 
I can yes. do anything I want pretty much. Yes. Let's use this time for doing something and not wasted in front of a TV watching TV shows, that kind of stuff. Just yeah. let's yeah. do something because the last chapter of our life, it's gonna suck. If you're lucky enough to get old. And it's the truth. And I think what you're saying is, is a great way for us to, to close out this podcast that life is now and why you have your health um, and why you can still trace your dreams and the visions and, and everything that you want to experience, you should do it now. Because like you said, the last chapter of your life is going to suck. <laughs> you know, and yeah, and I think that that's a very powerful, you know, way to keep us in the moment with, with what you just said right there is that we have to live it now and to go after it now and to keep pushing ourselves to go outside of our comfort zone to chase the things that you always think you're going to have time but time goes so fast and tomorrow's not promised to anybody so the time is of the essence right works well daniel i want you to tell everyone because we have to wrap up unfortunately but i want you to tell everyone where they can find you your podcast and just to tell us just a bit about your podcast as well just go ahead and okay so the podcast is called immigrants life with an e not with an i because i don't like the word immigrants okay. i like the more like immigrant okay because that's what i am i'm an immigrant yeah, i'm okay. the one that left left this country to move somewhere exactly. you decided my decision yeah. and not something the right. people i would label right. them like oh it's an immigrant came to my country no that's not what i want so yeah. it's called yeah. immigrants life you can find us on a facebook instagram every, every platform the website is immigrantslife.com you can find all the episodes there as well the podcast is on any platform apple podcast spotify everywhere and i'm trying to through the stories of other people to inspire, motivate, or even give the tools for the listeners mm. that want to mm. move abroad, find the way to move abroad. Mm. I know it's not easy, and you know, Monday as well, like yeah. when you move to another country, it's not easy. It's not easy to make the decision. It's not easy to go through the challenges yeah. once you get there. Yeah. So yeah. my hope is through the yeah. stories of other people, motivate and help other people making the same decision, which is for me still to this day, the best decision ever made. And I hope I can inspire others to mm. change their life and live me too. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> Just live the best of life. And that's why I had you on here because I think your story um, touches a lot of issues that, you know, I think any person living a life abroad goes through at some point or for anyone who's even thinking about it. Like, don't worry about getting everything right or everything being stable. Just focus on what you want to accomplish and what your goals are and what that experience can bring you. And it'll all be, and it'll, you know, it'll all be fine. Everything will, will be what it's supposed to be. Absolutely. At the beginning, it might be challenging because it's something that you've never done, especially if it's something yeah. you've never done. It's gonna suck. Like the last chapter in your life, the, the first, the first yeah. like a paragraph. Chapter two. The first few <laughs> paragraphs is gonna suck as well. So trust yeah, the process. Yeah, yeah, Just, it's gonna yeah. be hard, it's gonna make mistakes. Yeah. But the chapters get better as it Absolutely. goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story with us today. And I would like to thank everyone who is out there listening. And we look forward to speaking to you next time.